0: Yo, we're burning around the track this week, October 19th. It is a Thursday, and today we're talking about Ford shaking it up, Tesla riding the struggle bus, and a case for younger executives.
1: Maybe Tesla's riding the struggle truck. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they have the issue
0: with younger executives. Maybe that's part of the problem. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know this. But I didn't Watch think of it. that until just now. Watch I was like, it. oh, you know, those two stories actually may have something in common. Watch it. I man. know. I know. Um, man, coming off a, a really busy, a Soduverse day yesterday with the release of more than cars episode two, uh, released it on a live stream, which is, you know, I didn't think about this till yesterday. I don't know that our date selection was amazing um yeah like because
1: everybody's at digital
0: dealer. i know <laughs> it literally <laughs> didn't hit me it didn't hit me until later as i was like back caught back up on linkedin and stuff i'm like oh because i'm like Man, it's really interesting i didn't see this person there or that person there because like they're really looking forward to this and i was like hmm
1: they'll catch it. they'll find it i we'll know i sure. know we'll, we'll send it back out in a few things we'll get
0: oh it. yeah yeah well you can we'll see it right it. now if you didn't catch the live stream uh at more than cars dot tv more than cars it's up there and <laughs> jason monahan says it was a soft launch. i'll tell you what with the soda it's a, it's like a constant perpetual soft launch i don't know we might Everything actually soft launch something during this show that we're not already thinking of spent a little time uh together the directors the soda director spent a little time together yesterday back back it was in- great
1: here's the thing just like one we just want to say how to to all of you listening like the velocity, the speed, the expertise of our team and what they do on a daily basis. We've got, uh, so one of our directors, Al, he he mainly uh, works on like all of our events and 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 brings a Sotucon and the, the tour that we did earlier this year together mm-hmm. and manages all of that. And uh, so he's not like, it, as in the day-to-day of like the output and the tasks and everything that's happening, and we're, it's like 4.35 o'clock yesterday. And he just like looks at everyone and goes, holy cow. I had
0: no idea. <laughs> like,
1: oh, that's what happens every single day as the output. So just like to the it's world, you got to get to know the Asoto crew because they are lights out.
0: Yep. We got we got uh, who I'm trying to say who's on the stream right now. Oh, I mean, we got Nathan always rocking the producer mode. Nathan, where are you at? Come on the camera for a second. There he is. This is Nathan. Everybody, oh, you know, oh, you oh. actually probably hey. know if you've ever been around Nathan. You know that he's the man behind the curtain when it comes to why everything looks so good. And then yeah. Jordan, here, put Jordan up, even though he's on put the Jordan. phone with we're somebody else. It. Look at this. this Jordan's there. on there. He really. just realizes. Oh, he's like, oh, I a- I got- oh boy, to-. and he says, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go, mom. <laughs> I have <laughs> to go, what's mom. What's great
1: about this is like we're so keyed up. Both of them have their <laughs> we, like, just, mic we just we just hop in. Broadcasters already plugged in. They're like, hey, Wayne, let me get my in ears. Yep, podcast. Time,
0: <laughs> hey Wayne. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm actually talking to an industry partner right now, Kyle and Paul. Um, I got, I got Wayne on the phone, so let's let Wayne say hi. Hey, hey, Wayne, we're actually in our live show right now, so want to say hi? Hi there, what's up, Wayne? <laughs> hey, Wayne. <laughs> you never know, you never know you never what's going to happen when you're around <laughs> you the soda, folks. Serious? I'm dead serious, Wayne, so check out our live show in a minute. And give me, Wayne, give me one second. Let me put you on mute, dude. You got you guys are stinkers, right? All right. <laughs> That's what happens. (laughs) But man, we're just so keyed up, right? Like we just hop in and do it, right? A little peek behind the curtain. So every morning we build the show and we have a whole document that has show notes and this and that. And then Nathan puts it all together on the live stream. And Jordan's usually uh, on the stream on the back end, just like listening and kind of, and then we'll get off this and we'll like mix a few things up. So it's just a little peek behind the Visodiverse, but a lot goes into you seeing two morons in flat brim hats kind of stumble (laughs) around the news and automotive every morning. Now you get to see four today. <laughs> Double vision. Well, it's right. good to see all right. you guys. Well, all right.
1: <laughs> hey, speaking about stumbling around the news in automotive. Stop.
0: Segway. I don't know where you're going with this. Oh, we're about to stumble around the news in automotive. <laughs> He's like, what? Where do we go from here? Oh, man. I do want to share one thing, though, just quickly. I know we're getting into this. Sometimes you just get the personal side. We met with the directors yesterday. We we're all together, and uh, we were talking about why we care about what we do like why do we care individually the directors and then like trying to go from there like what about it is life giving what drains us and then thinking about why does anyone who watches or listens or reads the email or comes to an event why do they care about what they do and we were talking about the dynamic of doing something that matters that even though we love cars some people love cars some people don't care about cars but what they the the growing sentiment is like We believe that it's important to do something together that changes people's lives for the better, that encourages people along the way and provides a great living, right? That's the business side of it. So we'll flesh that out a little bit more. And I got a quote from Simon Sinek this morning. And it says, our vision is only actionable if we share it without sharing. It is just a figment of our imagination and so uh we're gonna do the best we can to keep sharing that vision and hear your vision and kind of get those two into a collective vision and uh get something going speaking of collective vision stop. Segway. i don't know if you noticed this but there is a strike going on in the industry no, <laughs> and yesterday stop. was a strange day and this morning was a strange morning because it just seems like nothing really happened yesterday which okay. means probably a lot happened yesterday yeah, <laughs> crickets. Right? The there's no no strike news, notable strike news, which means like I'm hopeful that like there are some really good conversations going on in the back channels and actual progress being made because that's usually what happens when you know people aren't out front in front of the cameras, you know, trying to position for the next progress. So uh, there's the the UAW update. No sad trombone because there's nothing. There's it's, it's kind of a neutral trombone today. Neutral trombone. <laughs> No, no tones either way. Uh, So meanwhile, Ford announced a management reshuffle yesterday, promoting Kumar Galhorda uh, from combustion vehicle unit Ford blue uh, to chief of operate chief operating officer of the entire company. So uh, that's a bit of a glow up for him. Uh, Andrew Frick, who managed uh, Ford blues sales distribution, trucks, SUVs, all that um, in Mexico and Canada is actually going to replace Galhorda as the leader now of the Ford Blue business unit, which is the combustion engines, uh, Jim Farley said, "These moves will drive clarity and simplicity across Ford, so we can significantly ramp up our capabilities and combine them with businesses that are focused on the needs of different customers." Mm. I feel good that, that
1: about- little and the little like the little tail end of that mm-hmm. quote is like, "Okay, we're starting. I, you know, we're starting to see more and more attention paid to. Hey, there are." customers that want EVs customers that want ICE different customers attention to both of those you know like it's this little little nod to hey we recognize that we can't go all in too fast and yes. we got to care for customers that need everything and like the fact that there are still business moves and shakeups happening on the the Ford blue side mm-hmm. on the on the, uh, the ICE side of the business means that they're still focused there so i love to see that because uh it just it's saying, hey, look, we recognize the consumers are still where they're at.
0: Well, I mean, with the Kentucky truck plant shut down, they probably were like, all right, this is a great time to make some changes, (laughs) right? It really, I mean, I wonder if that has something to do. I mean, obviously, they've been planning this for a while, but still, hey, time to do things. Not a lot of moving parts. Uh, Speaking of things with not a lot of moving parts. There you go. Teslas don't have a lot of moving parts, I guess. Not at all. Uh, Tesla's third quarter earnings call was yesterday, revealed a more cautious tone due to the global economic concerns, high interest rates. Uh, CEO Elon Musk also announced the Cybertruck's delivery date. Finally, it's actually November 30th, uh, while also reflecting on management changes and the company's growth amidst the competitive pressures. So he says uh, one one we'll talk about the Cybertruck in a second, but. Um, He did uh, disclose the plan, the company's plans to establish their big Mexico factory uh, in an effort to provide more affordable vehicles to the market. However, the timeline for the project is kind of lax. It's not really aggressive due to kind of the economic worries. Uh, Musk said in Mexico, we're laying the ground to begin construction. But I think we want to get a sense of what the global economy is like before we go full tilt. Um, He mentioned interest rates again. And then the Cybertruck announcement. Everybody's been waiting for it. Over 1 million people on the waiting list with a reservation. And it's set to start to be delivered on November 30th, which seems like, okay, they're going to get things moving. However, they said volume production won't really begin. Um, You know, they talk about until after 2024. Wow. So they said that the goal is quarter million a year. uh, after. Get your calculator out, Kyle. That's 1 million orders. (laughs) Quarter million production Five a year starting in 2025 the, means the, they can yeah. get through their list by 25, 26, 27. By 2029, New Year's 2029, Everybody uh, the reservation list subscribe. currently will be fulfilled. So
1: here's uh, like, I, I, you're going to, this quote is unbelievable. But before we lay this quote out, this to me is much more in line with the way that you see. Like software development happen Ooh. happen, and not hardware development. Mm-hmm. Um, hardware development typically, when deadlines or production volume is is in place, uh, is is very very regimented. Like you know, these OEMs in certain times are going to come out with certain features and and all that type of stuff, and the production timeline of software has a lot of a lot of weirder moving parts that typically like push the timelines out you in auto we we refer to this as like it's coming out in q5 (laughs) and and i think that we're seeing that as all the r&d that has to go into coming out with a brand new vehicle line as well as the r&d that has to come out for the software alongside that vehicle line because we still don't know exactly what's going to be inside that cybertruck Right. Yeah. They, they, it's it's still not clear. Like we see the body. We've seen that. We've seen some prototypes, but we don't know what the end delivery state of the technology that they're embedding into this. Yep, And they've been and talking about that, it a lot.
0: Yep. They've been saying and, it's going to have great technology.
1: Exactly. And that's where I think when we see that, it's probably going to be very Apple. Make a little more sense. Early Apple-esque where you're just like,
0: you put what oh. in a truck? Yeah. It and could, it now it could does. Be. Huh? Right. It could be. We're gonna so here's the quote that you're talking about. We yep. dug our own grave with the Cybertruck, said Elon Musk. Cybertruck's one of those special projects that comes along only once in a long while and special products that come along once in a long while, while incredib- are just incredibly difficult to bring to market to reach volume, to be prosperous. So yes. he's thinking financially, he's thinking technically, um, you know, just even they innovated several manufacturing methods, Right to make the truck new material. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Investors weren't ex- super excited about this whole thing. Uh, the stock was down 3% just 40 minutes into the call. So right. I don't know what it's done. It must be really weird to like have that level of announcement and influence. And you're just talking and you can just like, you know, it's like the sentiment tracker is literally people selling your stock.
1: It's un- It's really quite unbelievable.
0: Oh, man. Well, uh, speaking of things that are, I don't know, I think pretty believable. Actually. Yeah. yeah. more believable.
1: Yeah. So ageism, especially in the work environment, has uh, consistently been a a, a topic of discussion and come up a lot more recently as as the job uh, market is changing. Some experts actually believe younger executive leadership is absolutely essential for promoting innovation and addressing long-term challenges. Uh, Martin Reeves of Boston Consulting Group stated that older leaders a lot of times rely on outdated strategies or prioritize short-term gains. Wow, younger professionals may be open to new long-term strategies, but interesting enough, lack the authority to implement them. Uh, here's a couple of data points. So the average age of Fortune 500 CEOs is 57.7. So almost six years old with factors like prolonged life expectancy and pandemic-induced challenges challenges pushing back retirement. So you're seeing CEOs stay longer or older, older CEOs uh, being stated. Um, but what it, what it says is that Uh, the most innovative companies, according to George Mason university, actually see CEOs with a broad age gap gap to the rest of their executives saying essentially like you've got the CEO with the authority, um, and, and the insights to implement the ideas and the innovation that come along with the younger executive, uh, in the organization. And that balance is almost required for, for companies to stay innovative. Um, the last one, uh, Arun Shekhar, co-founder of Prava and Community, uh, argues for younger executive leadership, emphasizing their fresh perspectives, willingness to change the status quo, and adaptability in a digital age. And, Paul, we're seeing this in auto a lot, too.
0: Yeah, right? that's. I mean, that's one of the reasons that this article is super relevant to the yep. auto industry because this is – the industry is just one that is all about transitions and leadership and this era, this last, you know, the last 10 years through probably the next 10 years is going to see the biggest handoff from like uh, parent to child, right? That we've ever seen in the industry. And we're also seeing like junior, right? He or she getting more voice at the executive table, because there's a different way of thinking. There are new technology tools being deployed. It's a different world and the older strategies um, need to be blended with these new tools and these new tactics and techniques. So I think this is is like a critical point for retail automotive. And, and it highlights the the necessity for the fresh thinking, but also the necessity for the experience and the wisdom to have some kind of consensus to say, but like, ah, 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 I've seen a couple things in my day and let's not go all in because we need to protect this, 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 and this. So
1: Absolutely. this, this is what I think is key is like, whether you're in a younger generation or older generation, recognizing that the, the other generations play a an extremely need. valuable role need in the to success have. of your organization and not dismissing their point of view but actually utilizing it to come together to produce innovative technology innovative strategies innovative operations um because that level of collaboration is critical
0: oh um, way to put a bow on um. it today <laughs> Way to put a bow on it. Hey, we have you an amazing day. Go to morethecars.tv. Check out episode two and uh, check out the email and send someone a nice message right now. Do that.